This is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield from The Lynn Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. This is Wealth Puzzle Radio. Mike Mansfield here with the Lynn Group from Ventura, California. Got Tony Shore here always to keep the conversation entertaining. Tony. Wow. Summer. Summertime. Summer loving. It's a lot of pressure. Uh, I have to keep the conversation uh, entertaining. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's going to be on a show about finance. That's going to be tricky. Uh, no, you always keep it entertaining. You're, you're the one that has that true radio personality voice. <laughs> so you, you bring that that dy- dynamic sure. summer f- language to the table. I yeah, and it. when you bring up a topic like summer fun and sunshine, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. but then when I bring up taxes, it's even more so for you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, well, saving money on taxes, we can all get we get behind that. You've done that. You've talked about that, but we're not going to talk. We're not talking about that today though. Yeah. What are we talking about? You said before the show that we were going to talk about the topic is why chickens hate snowblowers. (laughs) Oh, you know, I don't know. Uh, no, this time of year it's, it is summer. So let's not talk about that either. I think you said stretching your retirement savings. And you did pause there after stretching, so I was worried that we're going to have to do exercises or yoga or something. But no, it's stretching your retirement <laughs> savings. Stretching your savings. Yeah, no, that's, that's better than stretching, doing yoga, I guess. But hey, everybody listening, you know, every week, Tony and I, we try to put some good effort into, into coming up with some topics that are relevant for you, things to listen to, things to learn from, things to expand your minds with stretch your mind maybe stretch there your you minds go. with so you got to play on all expand. the words but you got to remember um you know if you're listening to this on the radio that doesn't always work for you everybody's time is different but you can download these shows if you subscribe to our podcast you can listen to all these shows whenever you want and so you can go to google play itunes or spotify the three major podcast things just look up the wealth puzzle my little yellow puzzly looking thing will pop up. It should have my name, Michael Mansfield, next to it. But sign up for our podcast. Let's listen, you know, listen that way. It's an easier way. It's more convenient. They download to your phone, so they're not using all your data while you're putting around. But I think that's a good way, Tony, for people to be able to continue listening to these shows. And we also, I think, have all of our recorded shows on there. So you can go back in time. You know, it's kind of like um on the news all the time how they're always like truth truth fact was it fact <laughs> truth fact checking everybody <laughs> what they say in their town hall meetings in 1997 though you said this <laughs> so you can go back through all my old shows yep. and then try to correct me if i've if i've misstepped anything i've said in the past See? right hey that's can, a great idea truth, truth check me this is awesome or look through the titles of the shows and pick one that's a topic you want to know more about and Absolutely. it will be very helpful uh, you're yeah. always providing helpful wisdom. 
Michael. That's what we love uh, well, I about hope so. you. So what are we talking about today? Well, we're going to talk about a lot of things, but I always kind of talk about that theme in my mind when I look at stuff of like provident living, you know, where do you live? How do you be responsible with your money, with your costs, with your expenses, all the things that are relevant to so many people in life? You know, recently I was looking at an article where Bankrate did a study on the most affordable places to live in the country. And to be fair, the least affordable places to live. You'll never guess, Tony, what was in the top three. What was in the top three? I don't know. Which state? It starts with a C. California. Yes. It starts with a Cal- C. <laughs> it starts with a C. Well, it wasn't Colorado. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> but California is really one of the most expensive places oh, to for retire. Sure. You know what was interesting about that, though, Tony, is they were breaking it into a lot of things. Food, housing, health care, uh, automobile costs. And one of the larger expenses compared to other states was actually uh, transportation auto stuff. And it's because California typically commands a a pretty healthily higher rate of fuel here. Oh, gas is always way more expensive there because of all the taxes on it. Yeah. So ironically, that becomes one big line item that's really pushing California to be at the higher end of this stuff. There are some subtle things that people don't think about in retirement. For example, When you talk about tax rates, obviously tax rates, California has a very high tax rate. The max tax rate for the state is, I think, 13.3%. So there's a lot of potential taxation. But when we talk about retirement planning, one of the cool things about California is they're one of many states that does not tax your Social Security. So that's kind of cool because then all of a sudden that really helps quell down the, the state tax issues associated with retirement planning. But California's expensive. Any ideas, Tony, what you think perhaps one of the least expensive places is to live? Least expensive. I would say yeah. either Mississippi or Arkansas. God, you're good. We, you know, we have this conversation like once a year. Yeah, we, you're we, had, it, the we had it once before, and I, I nailed it then, too. Mississippi? Yep. Every every time. So at least we this is this is your this is your annual dementia checkup. <laughs> is it Mississippi? You're, you're still doing it. It's Mississippi. Yeah. So but you know what? That's an easy guess because uh, on all these negative studies, and I no offense to anyone from there uh, because I've never really spent time there, but they are last in so many, like out of 50 states, uh, they yeah. come in last in so many of these categories. But they are <laughs> well, cheaper to number live one. Is, an, is a plus. They're number yeah, one. That's well, if plus. you're retired, you don't care about the education system, you know? The, <laughs> yeah, I guess not. Yeah, I, I don't know. So it says, you know, per uh, GoBankingRates.com, big survey study kind of thingy majigger <clears throat> that, uh, let's see, uh, annually about $53,000 to comfortably live in Mississippi. You go to California, though, that number skyrockets to basically a hundred grand, Tony. Wow. Big variation. They're saying, you know, pretty much twice as much to live in Mississippi. The most expensive place to live is certainly where I would like to live. That's Hawaii. Oh, yeah. That's got to be the most expensive. Yeah. Yeah. And then you had kind of the the the, the follow-ups to least expensive, Arkansas and Oklahoma, yep. both right around $54,000 a year. Those are my three guesses for the least expensive. And the most expensive, I would say, is Hawaii, and the second most would be California. Is that right? Uh, yeah. And so what they did is they broke it out for, like I said, housing expenses, all these different costs. And that's always an interesting variable because when they look at housing, you know, 
Do you own a home? Do you have a mortgage? Are you paying rent? Or do you have it paid off? I mean, there's a lot of variables in these conversations um, where these are very averaged and standardized thoughts. Well, if you're driving a smart car, maybe you don't spend that much on gas anyways. You know, kind of kind of conversations, Tony, where everybody's unique. Everybody's situation's unique. And so a lot of people can live affordably in more expensive places if they have their house paid off and they've got, you know, convenient transportation and a lot of things worked out. But everybody is unique. But it kind of gives us an idea, though, that we have to be conscious about our money because when we retire... We're retired. We don't have the flexibility, possibly, of going back and making more money. You know, we always jokingly say, <clears throat> you've only got one shot at doing a retirement correctly. That's true. Right? You screw up your money, you screw up your stuff, you might not be able to get a job, you might not have people to help you. This is very scary stuff. And it's stuff. not like you can save up enough for retirement after you enter retirement. <laughs> no. Obviously. I mean, that's that's it. Once, once you got there, you know, all your little fun coupons are all saved up. And the question is, is it enough? And that's, what's tough. That's why retirement planning is so important because when you look at your own cash assets, typically it's a game of taking money from your back pocket, putting it in your front pocket. How long do you get to play that game for before you have a problem? That's why I put so much time, Tony, into social security and pensions and rentals, all those external income sources that drive income without directly reducing your bank account. You know, there's a lot to think about with this stuff. So yeah, it, it's like a wealth puzzle. Whoa, look we're at trying that. to put it together here on the Wealth Puzzle Radio Show. In fact, we should probably take a quick break, Michael, and okay. then come back and continue this discussion on stretching our retirement savings, making it last, making sure uh, we know where we can stretch our dollars the most in retirement. That's always a start, right. and you're talking about some of that. But before we take the break, I know you usually have a great offer for our listeners. Well, look, we're talking about stretching your money in retirement. If you want to see if you have enough assets and enough income to survive in one of the most expensive states in the country, give me a call, 805-500-7035. Complimentary, no cost. We will do a retirement income plan for you, a cash flow analysis. We'll show you how to maximize your income sources, your taxes, We'll give you some investment insight. All of this, no cost. It's a lot of information. You'll have a written retirement plan when you leave my office. Give us a call, 805-500-7035. Let's take that quick break, Tony. We'll be right back in a moment. The ups and downs of the stock market can be exciting, but not if you're near or in retirement. Predictable returns may not be exciting, but your needs tend to change later in life. When you are ready for a relatively more predictable financial plan, call the Lynn Group we focus on creating effective financial strategies. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Give our office a call at 805-500-7035 or visit us at thelindgroup.com. And welcome back to The Wealth Puzzle. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host is Michael Mansfield of The Lind Group. And Mike, you've been talking about some of the more expensive places to live in retirement. And Hawaii, obviously, uh, topping that list. And California. And, you know, housing prices in California. And you talked about gas uh, costs and vehicle costs and just a lot of taxes on different things. So California 
is a popular place to live. There's so many people there, and people want to retire there because of the weather and the locale, and it has so much to offer. However, it may be cost prohibitive. And we did a show a few years ago with a guy who does what you do, but in Florida, and we talked to some about some of the advantages and disadvantages there. That's yeah. right. I mean, you think you've got crazies in California. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about Florida for a minute. Uh, and Florida's probably uh, middle to upper. <laughs> if you want to live in a nice retirement place, it's going to be costly. Right. I mean, if you want to retire to Sarasota, you know, it's going to be in line with a lot of the California places, I would right. say. So, so it's not like there's a huge advantage there, but you know, there are places in Florida that are a lot more inexpensive, but would you want to live there? That's the question. Right. No, I get it. It's, it's a tough pickle. I mean, I was looking here in this, in the survey, you know, uh, Hawaii being the most expensive place to live at almost $120,000 a year to retire comfortably. But half of that number, $52,000 is just for housing. That's the allocation in Hawaii. So just the housing over there is so expensive. Whereas they say living in Washington, D.C. and California have some of the highest grocery bills for retirees in the nation. You know, so now the cost of food and then California, you know, once again, highest transportation bills averaging over $9,000 a year. It's painful. But then you have the opposite. Remember earlier I was talking about taxes. So retirement income taxation, state income taxation, The benefit of California is they don't tax your social security. So at least that is one element that it's kind of mitigated that, you know, if a good portion of your income in retirement comes from social security, that doesn't even show up on your California tax return. That's helpful. Pretty nice. That's very, very helpful. Well, but you got to play this the opposite way. There are 13 states, Tony, that tax social security. Yeah. And so if you're trying to leave California saying, I'm leaving the state, the taxes are too high and bling, 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 bling. Um, well, make sure you don't move to a state where they tax Social Security because your taxes would inherently be higher. Yeah. Remember, federal taxes are federal yeah. taxes. That's no matter where yep. you live. But every state's different. And when you retire, that whole standardized thought of the taxes are too high in California, that might be true for elements of property tax and gas tax and certain things like that, but not necessarily state income tax anymore. Well, state tax, that's why people, a lot of people move to Florida because there is no state income tax, correct? Right. But like I said, if you already have two thirds of your income, not taxable at all, it's unlikely you're really paying that much for state income tax anyways. So that wouldn't to me be a compelling reason to move based on state income tax without really evaluating your individual situation. If you have a lot of income, then maybe it's a problem anyways. So let's look at it. Who are the who do you think uh, makes the the 13 mean states that tax social security? I, I was just going to ask is Florida one of them? Florida doesn't have state income yeah, tax. Yeah, so they so don't tax state that, they don't tax social security. That's <laughs> All right. good. All right, here they are. Everybody get your pens and pencils. Uh, don't move I to am, these places. I am because I don't know this. Colorado Connecticut, Kansas, Tony's personal favorite, Minnesota. Minnesota, we ta- we tax Social Security. Yep. Woo woo! No one's coming to Minnesota. No no Lake Minnetonka for you. And um, let's see, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, New Mexico, North Dakota, 
Rhode Island, Utah, Vermont, and West Virginia. Hmm, interesting. But see, I've had a lot of clients move to different places where there are no state income taxes. I have a lot of clients going to Arizona, a number of clients going to Texas, a bunch of them going to state of Washington, and a, and a handful of them going to actually uh, Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee has become, I lived in Nashville for six years. That's a beautiful area. I just, and I just had somebody buy like a 10 acre walnut farm for like 175 grand. Yep. yep. You're just like, what? Exactly. Yeah. Nashville is, uh, Tennessee's great, especially if you go like 40 miles outside of Nashville, you can get some really good deals on homes and land. <clears throat> yeah. Right. So, you know, there, there's a lot to consider. You know, you then have the opposite thing that you have a state and inheritance taxes that are different for every state you live in. Whereas the feds allow you to pass $22 million without any hassles, not more often than not a non-issue for yeah. most people. Um, but states could have different significantly lower thresholds where there's state tax associated with leaving money to your heirs. So there's a lot of pitfalls to this stuff, Tony. If you don't know what you're looking for and you don't know what you're doing, you just want to be conscious about the decisions you make. I mean, for example... California, like where we live, we command a property tax a little over 1%. Well, in Utah, my I was looking at my brother's house in Utah recently. There, his property tax rate is 0.6%. So it's almost half. You know, So you start to like kind of do the hemming and hawing thing. You say, okay, I've got lower property tax, but they tax my social security. And then you go to Texas where they don't tax any social security or any income. But what do they do there? The average property tax there is probably 2.2%, double what it is in California. Now, granted, you have this variation of home values and things of that nature, but you know what? Things are getting kind of expensive. Yeah, they are. You know, it's, you know I have a lot of people moving to Texas, and, and it seems to me the average price of a home I'm hearing about is probably teasing a little over $400,000 for what people are buying. Well, that's like buying an $800,000 house where I live. So, you know, is it really that much better of a deal from property tax standpoint? Look, let's look at the different taxes, right? There's income tax, there's property tax, there's sales tax. I mean, those are probably like the three biggos. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I'd say. Well, well, if you don't like income tax, don't make any money. <laughs> if you don't like sales tax, don't buy anything. Property taxes though, you're married to those. Those those are there no matter what happens. And so if you own that a becomes home. an L. Well, if you okay, if you okay, you win. Don't buy a house. <laughs> but I was just thinking, living somewhere, you know, if you move to Texas to buy your house, there are variations if you go to these different places of of cash flowing things. But property taxes are kind of a biggie to me personally, yeah. just because that is that line item every year that does not vary. Has you know, if, well, it varies. It goes up typically. Um, that you have no control over, whereas other elements, you can always kind of tighten the bootstraps and not spend money and don't spend as much on sales tax. You know, ride your skateboard places and you don't have to pay for gas tax. Yeah, good point. Wear a helmet, though, if Yeah, you do that. always wear a helmet. Yeah. Yep. Always wear yeah, a helmet take, and sunscreen. And take your osteoporosis medication. Yeah, always wear sunscreen. And uh, I agree. Oh, that's a, you know, that was a weird one. Yeah, I saw this thing the other day, Tony, that was talking about like the top places for skin cancer. California's got to be up there. No. no. Top five were all like these higher states. It was 
uh, Utah, Vermont, uh, New Hampshire. It was like a weird string of states that are like on the upper half of the U.S. And I thought, ooh, that's weird. Why is the sun hitting them a little yeah, harder? Yeah, that's odd. So now, obviously, everyone's not going to retire to Mississippi, even though it's the it's the most inexpensive state to retire in. No, uh, we're all staying here in California where it's sunny and sunny beautiful. and seventy every Why single day. They? Every single day, never it's rains in is. Southern California. So, almost boring. It's so almost boring. The, the, the commercials that the state of California does are are completely accurate. Yeah. Yep. For the tourism. Yep. So, look, if you're staying in California and you're just a normal human being with a normal amount of money and a normal past work experience and a normal social security and all these things, you have to be responsible with your financial decisions. You have to be responsible with the things that you do, the way that you manage your money. Everybody probably needs to be doing the basics. Have a budget. You know, Tony, I've been working on a budget lately. Really? Um, You mean spending plan? Yeah, spending. Yeah, you know, it's uh, expenses, my expense worksheet. And it's funny because I'm always counseling people to do this. And, you know, I've done them over the years, but it's been a while since I've personally done my own again. You get so busy helping other people. Sometimes you don't always fine tune your own things. And so a few weeks ago, my wife and I were talking and we said, you know what? It's time just to kind of, you know, tighten things up and get back on track and make sure, you know, we're, we're doing well. I've, I've got four little daughters, so we got we need to save a lot of money for college and weddings and cars and whatever else they they'll bug me for. But they'll get it. I'm sure the um, so we've been working on this expense worksheet, this budget. And I'll tell you what, Tony, every time I tackle one, it's like a weirdly overwhelming task <laughs> to really, truly try to keep track of your numbers and your money. Yep. It, it really is overwhelming. Now, what's funny is, is I've tried to simplify it as much as I can. Well, yeah. I use one, I use one bank and I use the credit card at that bank. And I trust me, I've got people that come in all the time and, and they got 15 credit cards because this place gives them air mileage and this one gives them cash back and this one does this and this one does that. And so everybody's always trying to work the system. The problem is, at least in my experience, and if someone's got a better experience, please call me and let me know. But in my experience, trying to consolidate all of these different cards and all of these moving parts into one cash flow budget is very challenging. Yeah. Yeah, it, so, it can be. But you know what? Once you get a budget set and you start sticking to it, uh, the peace of mind it gives you is well worth the price of admission, in my opinion. Well, and it's not even always about just sticking to it. It's about being aware there of your you money go. and where it goes because it is so easy to nickel and dime your life away. Yeah, or or to just and ignore just say, what you're doing with your money. And, right, but then, right. Where did it all but go? But then you have that you know, it eats away at you or you're not sure, but if you're sure and you budget it out, you're aware of where you're at. So you make better decisions and you have a piece of money. It's totally true. No, it's totally true. But it's amazing how, like, so what I do is I I use one bank. And like I said, with one credit card, and the reason that I do that is the bank has a spending report, which is nice piece of software. It pulls in all of your bank transactions and it pulls in all your credit card transactions into one summary. And then you can go in and clean up everything, however you want to clean it up into whichever columns you want. If it, you know, it's probably like 80% accurate. And so it needs some fine tuning every month, but it's hard, Tony. I mean, over the, over the last couple of years, our, you know, our, our Amazon addiction has really, really increased 
you know, we buy a lot of stuff on Amazon to eliminate, you know, going out in the car, going out to the store for the non-immediate things that we need. And so when you have a, an Amazon, you know, you can just see it on your credit card where it says Amazon 600 times. Yeah. Well, what is yeah. that? You know, what, it, what was that spending? What category does it go in? You know, you don't want to just call it the Amazon budget. Uh, <laughs> Cause that, no. does, that doesn't give you the distinction of how you're spending and utilizing your money. But it, it really speaks to how there are so many ways that people spend money and use money that it's hard to keep track of this stuff effectively. Yeah, it is. Uh, and you have to do it. And you have to set a time, whether it's once a week or once a month, you got to stay on top of your budget. Uh, I think it's so important. So you, so you know where things are going. I yeah. agree. It'll help your, and in the it'll beginning, help your spending. Yeah. And in the beginning, you probably need to do it more. You know, like you said, once a week, the problem is if you have a budget where you're trying to keep track of your spending in the sense that you don't want to spend more, you know, I don't want to spend more. I like to save my money, but at the same token, I'm not panicked about living on a budget. I just want to be very aware of where my money's going so that I can, we'll say mentally approve of that. Um, but if you're trying to stick to a budget, you can't just do this once a month because it's already written in stone. The month's already over. You already made it or broke it or whatever. So you got to really be actively looking at this stuff. And so it's nice to have the right technology and the right tools that, you know, give you some kind of consolidation of information. That way you can pop in for five minutes and look at your categories and say, okay, I'm doing okay so far. Or, oh, wait a second, my food's creeping up. I better take it easy this coming week. You know, if you're not kind of monitoring throughout the month, you're never going to be able to stick to your budget effectively. Yeah, and that's what you want to do. You want to be able to stick to that spending plan. Now we're almost out of time for today's show. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to add before we go today, Michael? No, you know, our, our focus is retirement income planning. We've been voted the, the best financial planning firm in Ventura the last two years, 2017 and 2018. Uh, the Ventura County Reader's Choice Awards, they're not doing it anymore, so... At least we were the, the, the best for the last kind of a thing. But if you want to come in and find out why we were voted so highly, give us a call, 805-500-7035. I'm a retirement income planner. My focus is making sure that when you retire, you have income replacement, you have cash flow, you have tax efficiency. Everything is normalized. You're not taking risks. You're not making bad decisions with your assets. That way you're taken care of, your kids are taken care of, everybody's taken care of, everybody is happy, wappy, wappy. Give me a call, 805-500-7035. You can visit thelindgroup.com. Lind is L-Y-N-D. And don't forget to sign up for our podcast. So just Google The Wealth Puzzle inside of, you know, Google, iTunes, or Spotify. Look us up. Get on the podcast. You can listen to our shows. Every time we update them, they'll be in here fresh and new. Otherwise, we appreciate all of our listeners and hope everyone has the great rest of their week. Thank you for listening to The Wealth Puzzle. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805-500-7035 or visit them online at thelindgroup.com. 
All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by the Lynn Group Advisors LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of California. Insurance products and services are offered through the Lynn Group LLC. The Lynn Group LLC and the Lynn Group Advisors LLC are not affiliated companies. Lynn Group LLC the Lynn Group Advisors LLC and Michael Mansfield are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.